Welcome to People of Purpose, a podcast series of interviews with people doing meaningful work and living with heart. The series is hosted by Joanna Scott, and guests come from nearly every field you can imagine. People of Purpose sits under the website Magdo Co. For more content, visit wearemagdo.com.au. What do tea blending, 80s aerobics, small space gardening and tattoo art have in common? Each of these is taught out of workshop, a school of kooky creativity, which according to its website is designed to bring out your inner awesome. It's an ambitious goal, but as you drill down on the values behind workshop, you can see how this might be achieved. Practical skills, affordable fun, real-world human connections and right-brain thinking are all outcomes of seemingly simple tools like harmonica for beginners or DIY donuts. The founders Matt Brannigan and Chester Garcia seem to be responding to a growing desire for making and doing and the empowerment that comes from the critical skills this develops. Matt joins me today to talk about their journey, their offering and of course their purpose. Matt, welcome to People of Purpose. Thank you, thanks for having me. So who are workshops teachers and how do you find them? We try and work with um, a lot of artists that we love, um, a lot of local artists as well. So um, now we've got um, we've got workshops running in Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane. We like to sort of tap into the to the local um, local art scene um, and find local businesses to run run different classes. So yeah, we've always been about sort of trying to sort of um, trying to tap into as much sort of local creativity as possible. And why was it important to you to connect this creative world, which it sounds like you're very much in, and you have these people that you like, you, work, you follow their work and you love their work, and you're really connecting them to the public through workshop. Why was that important to you? I think in Sydney, um, especially is where, where we started out, um, it just it lacked a bit of that sort of connectivity. Um, probably the art scene was probably seemed a little bit inaccessible. Um, it was hard for sort of people to, if, unless you were in the know or you were an artist or whatever, to sort of get in, get involved. So mm. we wanted to make it um, an easy thing for you to sort of connect to these amazing artists um, and, and creatives and just share their skills, I guess. And even the act of making art, I think, you know, if, pe- if people aren't pursuing it in their career, they kind of don't think that they can do it. Yeah. And so you guys are making that very accessible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you launched workshop at TEDx Sydney in 2013 as a two-minute pitch as part of the competition hosted by The Loop, and they were seeking new ideas for creative businesses. Can you outline briefly, I'm sure so much has happened since then, but the timeline that took you from that two-minute pitch to where you are today? Um, it's been a bit of a roller coaster ride, I guess. It, but uh, I think everything's really grown really organically and and um, and actually really quickly. We were fortunate enough to find an amazing space um, on Broadway, um, you know, on so on one of the busiest roads in Sydney. Um, so we had amazing traffic go past us all the time and see see what were the the, the antics we were getting up to in there. And um, I think that really sort of that really sort of helped put us on the map and and sort of burn our, our image into people's brains as they sort of went past wondering what, what, what this 80s aerobics and, and crazy stuff <laughs> yeah. that was going on inside. Um, so, um, yeah, for, I guess it's, it's just been a really natural progression. Um, I think people have really embraced it because it's, it's just it's something very unique but also very similar, very, very simple um, as human humans. Um, you know, we, we like 
to be connected and I think in today's world where we're as our smartphones are getting smarter and, and we're sort of getting dumber and <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know doing more things online that we like to sort of uh, you know come together and, and um, you know just share share stuff together so. yeah I love that I was reading an interview with The Loop, I think it was probably about a year after you did your initial pitch, and you said then that the low point was trying to scrape together a budget to get everything up and running. And I, you know, looking at where you are now, I feel like that's a pretty great low point to have. Um, but is that still true today, or have there been other bigger challenges as, as you've grown the business and as you've kept growing your vision? Yeah, I think... Um I think we've sort of grown quite quickly. Um, the the budgets we've always kind of we've kept fairly low, I guess. So we've we've, we've tried to sort of make as much stuff as we can. And um, but I guess like uh, you know some of our employees probably get get paid more than we we do, which yeah. is which is which is fine with us. I and mean, we we sort of you know we 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 pay ourselves what we need to sort of live, I guess. And we try and keep as much stuff in much in in the business as possible. Um, just to keep growing it because we've just expansions kind of been our number one focus I guess is to try and take it to as many places as possible we've had a bit of a, a Robin Hood philosophy of sort of um, of getting in corporate um, corporate uh, um, clients to sort of do work with them um, and uh, you know then sort of and then you know spreading the money down to sort of run run sort of you know these uh, some of these workshops that, that you know that don't make money or just just break even or whatever just because mm. that's we think it's important to to do those do those kind of things for the community because they're very accessible there like some of them are twenty five dollars and yeah 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 exactly I mean we, a lot of the stuff um, you know it's it probably doesn't even pay for our time I guess but yeah. but we still we just love doing it because it was never really about making money for us so. Your co-founder is Chester Garcia. How do you divide the work? Do you have a specific area that you tend to operate and he takes care of another or do you have similar skills? Yeah, um, we, we, we guess we complement each other really well. So um, I think that's why it works works so well. He ran a business in Melbourne um, of about 50 people um, in social media marketing. And uh, so he's got, he's got some really good business acumen of, of running a running a business and all the things that sort of go along with that and um, I've I've never done anything like that I mean I've, I've probably managed maybe one or two people sort of um, in my in my career so um, yeah it's been it's been great to have him as uh, you know to have all that business knowledge and you know he knows what what needs to be done and the the, the T's to cross and the, the I's to dot and stuff so it's um uh, yeah, he, he's definitely he definitely understands money and how you know how the business works and what mm. you need to make it, to make a business work. So, which is I think it's important in arts business as well because I think arts businesses can be they generally can be um, can go under after a year or two because you know there's everyone's just like you know everyone's trying to get uh, make it make it work on you know on on good vibes and yeah. and, and sunshine and stuff. So. It's um, yeah. I think it's important to have that business business knowledge to sort of make it properly properly work. We're both artists, and and um, you know we both love street art and and uh, music and all those kind of things. So it, it makes it really easy too because you just you don't have a big committee to sort of you know to have to get ideas through. I guess so. We just kind of say you know oh do you like this idea? And like yep, let's do it. You know, let's so do it. Yeah, the, that's yeah. great. And you mentioned before that the role of community is really important in workshops. 
foundations. And you've developed a retail space called The Makery, which looks like a co-selling kind of space for artists and designers. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, The Makery um, sort of just came out of nowhere, really, for us, because um, um, I think in the original workshop, we tried to sell artists' work, and it never really, really worked, because it wasn't really a focus of what we were doing. Um, so we had, like, art on the walls and stuff, and it was more just for just for show. But um, uh, the city of Sydney, we did we did quite a bit of work with the city of Sydney, workshops and stuff, and then um, they offered us a space on Oxford Street as part of their Creative Spaces program, and uh, it was like for you know ridiculously cheap rent um, just to activate the area, mm. and uh, yeah, so we jumped at the chance to sort of create something there. It was a beautiful shop, <coughs> it's a beautiful old heritage um, building, and. Uh, we're like, yeah, we'll, let's let's do something amazing with the space, and um, and uh, yeah, in a month or so, we sort of the makery was open, and um, and it's been it's been great ever since. So it's it's uh, it's actually been been really successful. So um, yeah, so we used to sell artists' work through there. They um, they rent out a space for like a month or two, and um, and then we just every, everything all the money goes to them. Um, we don't take commissions, and we just, um, you know, we just sort of sell their products for them, I guess, and promote That's them. So, and we offer a space to do like, you know, little, little demos or show off work or whatever. So, we've managed to do some great events through that space as well too, because it's, mm. um, you know, through at Mardi Gras time or, or whatever. It's because it's right on Oxford Street. It's right in the, in the thick of that. Yeah, yeah, and so, um, you know, we've had Vice magazine. They they rented it out to do a little pop up. Um, we had. Microsoft rented out for a pop-up so yeah it's it's been it's been a yeah it's been a great little space for us and as you mentioned before a lot of artists might not have that business background so having something like that where they can have a space to sell their goods rather than having to think about where they might launch or how they can access the, pe- the people that will buy their work you know it's a really nice way to give them access to the public yeah yeah absolutely it's, it saves them from you know having to slave it out at, at markets every yeah. every weekend so and what about the people that come to the classes? Is there a group of regulars who like come together and have these new friends and regularly come to, to these classes, or is it like a whole range of people that might come in for one class and then? Yeah, well, we, we find people coming back. There was a, a girl that came to about two or three classes last week. Um, wow. So yeah, we, we kind of get people just coming back um, for multiple classes during the week, which is great. And you know, we see the same old faces popping up, so they're they're probably done sort of you know, ten plus classes over the time so it's um you know it's 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 really nice and uh, I guess there's still a lot of people that that haven't really heard about us um so uh, we've we've never really done um a lot of advertising I guess so it's always been word of mouth so Mm. um which is I think it's worked in our favor but um sort of you know social media has always been really important to us but now I guess we've we've we're starting to do a little bit more like you know Instagram ads or Facebook ads and stuff just to sort of spread it out try and try and spread it out a bit more but um you know we've, we've been we've been happy with um been happy with uh, how it's all been been going and um and uh yes we still enjoy sort of spreading spreading the word on that note I mean many businesses now are really focusing on the online component and scaling up and I get the sense that human interaction is really important to you and that's what your workshops encourage is that something you actively have developed into the business that you know must have that human element yeah i think uh, well i think that's all that was always going to be the case um 
creating something that you made with your hands so you can um, walk away with something you made, which is, I think, is pretty important. And how do people feel after learning a new skill? Are there any examples of crazy life changes where someone's come here and then quit their job and started, you know, you offer things like Japanese whiskey, whiskey distilling and illustration. Is anyone who's kind of thrown everything away and changed their life? <laughs> um, I'm not too sure about that. I, I guess... Uh, We'd like to think that we've got, we have, you know, touched a lot of people and, um, you know, inspired people in, in many different ways, and, and even just to, you know, give someone, make someone uh, improve their day, and you know, make sure they leave with a smile on their face. I guess is 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 enough, um, you know, for us. So yeah, I think, I think, creating things or or getting sort of back in touch with um, that, that inner creative, um, is can go a long way to fixing uh, you know a lot of a lot of um a lot of our problems that we have is through you know depression and alcoholism and and drug addiction and i think you know if you sort of expend your energy um in a right way by um by coming to do a, to do a class you know rather than going down the pub or whatever i think it's um you know i think it's definitely a step in the right direction yeah, I um, have been looking at a lot of your social media and a lot of the interviews you've done and um, you really encourage people to put down their phones and really you know, make something and, and have that product that they can walk away with and I guess the creative process as well. And it reminds me of a, a Looney cartoon where people are so busy tapping on their screens that they don't ever make anything for themselves. And you know, I think that's something he, he sees as, as really sad. Um, do you think there's a greater feeling of empowerment that comes from just that simple act of, of making and doing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's a cause you, you're actually engaging different parts of your brain. I think, um, and um, I think there's a there's a sense of you know feeling feeling vital and feeling you know like that you're actually um, you, you've got a problem and then you're solving it and then you you know at the end of it you can look at it and go wow you know I made this. Mm. And I think that's a pretty powerful um, feeling, and I think it kind of gives you it gives you hope or inspiration that you can do that in, you know, in other parts of your life as well. I think so. Yeah. Just just conquering, overcoming something, sort of, and I think because because drawing and like a simple act like drawing, people are so so scared of it, and they think you know they can't draw, and I think that's that's something that we if we can get back people back in touch with. I think um, I think that's that childhood that child um you know innocence of of just sort of you know just doing stuff just because we because we can and Mm. you know not worrying about what other people think about it so i think that's a really important thing to get to get back in touch with so you know i encourage people to try one creative thing a day you know just like draw something you know do a little doodle or or whatever or you know make something out of uh you know make a little sculpture out of blue tack or something yeah just just anything i think is is important to to sort of keep uh you know keep that that part of your brain firing it's so true there's such inertia around like people are embarrassed to draw in front of other people and there's just this fear of it and as i was preparing for this interview i was thinking you know in my own life in my own business because i do try and make and do things and just test my creativity or just you know channel my creativity i find that i actually because I know that I can do things, it helps me in the business because I'm not afraid to do something I haven't done before. Yeah. Have you had the same experience? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think one of our teachers here, um, Sid Tapia, who teaches the street art classes for us, and I, I guess street art for me was was a was one of those skills that I really wanted to learn um, through the business. It's 
um, I've always admired um, street artists in Melbourne and um, where I grew up and um, you know the laneways there are, f- are full of it and I guess I wanted to be able to create something like that as well so um, you know one valuable lesson that I learned from Sid from one of our earliest street art classes was that um, uh, when I was actually learning was that, that just to, to embrace your own style mm. um, you know to like you, you know you, everyone has their own unique style so is to to explore what you what the style you do and rather than thinking oh that's shit you know when you look at it rather than comparing yourself to some amazing artist that's had you know a lifetime of experience or whatever yeah. so um, you know you've got to You've got to start somewhere, and you know you're not going to immediately be Da Vinci or whatever. So you've got to, you know, you've just got to embrace what you can do, and um, and just you know, and just keep at that. Just keep doing it. Yeah. And what are some other favourite classes of yours that you host at workshop? Um, we we love the f- we love getting into into the food classes as well. Um, you know, I've got a bit of a history in, in the the food hospitality industry, so. Um, you know, I love I love meeting new chefs and uh, um, and we've we've worked with some some great sort of food producers like Black Star Pastry. Um, we've had cool. a long relationship with um, and those guys are great. Um, yeah, we've worked with uh, like Milk Bar Pizza. Oh, sorry, Milk Bar um, Cafe, um, uh, and he does donut workshops for us. So. Um, a lot of the Redfern, Redfern crews, um, like Cake Wines, um, they're great, great guys, and they they do some, um, they they do great, uh, they always support us with wine, and they do a great class called School of Wine. Um, the Trolleyed guys, um, they're pretty, pretty crazy. We've um, we uh, we used to live with them last year, and uh, that was wasn't great for the liver. Um, <laughs> Are they the guys that have the um airline yeah. trolleys and they do cocktails yeah. with like microherbs and yeah, yeah cool yeah so they do all these native um, foraged ingredient cocktails and stuff so um, they've run cocktail classes with us um, guys like studio neon um, you know they've done some some cooking classes and stuff so yeah I think the food I love doing the food classes um, uh, yeah and I think and even just things like um, you know, life skill ones as well. We do a lot of great life skill classes now. So um, there's Russie Ross who does the coffee shop network, yeah, uh, and that's that's it's a. I think it's a really important those ones because it's sort of it's helping people um, have the confidence to network and to talk to other people, and that's that's kind of very very um, you know intrinsic to the heart of workshop of what we do. So public speaking, um, you know, those kind of like life skilly kind of workshops, I think are great because it's you know it's. I think it's really helping helping people improve themselves as well so yeah, yeah definitely and I can tell that there's lots ahead and lots of plans I'm sure but looking back over the past couple of years is there anything that you would do differently with the benefit of hindsight um not really no that's great <laughs> yeah I, I don't I think everything's sort of everything's really happened um as 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 it should should have happened I think it's just it's been a it's been a dream I mm. guess um, you know we've had um, we've, we've got some amazing people working with us now and um, uh, yeah I think it's it's yeah I don't even have any any sort of any regrets at all really that's amazing so what's next for you guys well I think next is a bit of a holiday what do you do to, to escape just travel I think yeah go somewhere um, 
go to Thailand. I haven't been to Thailand before, so I think I might go and do that. Or uh, even I was even thinking about going up to Canada because um, we're that's 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 uh, where we we may be looking at opening. Wow. Next year. Wow. I just assumed you meant expanding in Australia. I didn't realise it was going overseas. That's yeah. fantastic. We, we 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 feel like we just want to give you international. Fantastic. ago now so it was either maybe New Zealand or um, Asia or Canada so I think um, you know somewhere obviously English speaking is probably going to be easier. Um, and are those areas that you have an interest in going to or do you have connections there that it makes sense to open the business there? Um, Chester just came back from Canada and he's got some friends over there and, and, and just identified that that um, would be a good place for it and um, there's no one really sort of doing it doing that there and I, th- I think that'd be a good I think America and Canada would be is definitely um, definitely a way to go for us. I think they'd, they'd really embrace it, and you know we get a lot of people on on social media commenting and stuff, and you know wanting us to come to certain to different places and stuff. So, you know, it's really nice. I think I think the world in general is is needing it. Um, so. Uh, yeah, hopefully we can we can take it to as many places as possible. So, so exciting. That's the sort of the big plan for next year. But also, I guess we want to get more international artists over here. Um, uh, yeah, um, you know, I've, I was chatting with um, Ben Lee the other day, the the musician, and um, you know, he he seems interested in, in running a class. Oh, so that'd be amazing. Yeah, we just want to hit hit up more guys like that, and um, just to just to try and and we can bring. We're in the position now where we can sort of. We've got you know Sydney, Melbourne, and Brisbane, and we can bring out artists and tour them around, and sort of um, you know make the most of their time while they're while they're here. So yeah, fantastic. So yeah, that's that's sort of on the cards. We've got our our kids program as well expanding too. So we're um we've just met with um we, we met with uh, Westfield, and so hopefully we can we've been doing a few pop ups there. So cool. Hopefully we can do a little bit more more work with them so yeah. sounds amazing yeah. well all the best with your grand plans and thanks for your time today and I'll definitely be following along with interest so thanks no a lot thanks for your time thanks for listening if you enjoyed this interview you can find more at wearemakedo.com.au